0: me joke over let's go home she's not i look up at the sky searching for the saurians are they just on the other side of that puffy cloud watching me can they see through clouds do they breathe human air i've never been good at the science part hey you come on get moving a girl in light green coveralls stands at the edge of the parking lot with her hands on her hips. I sling my bag over my shoulder. She starts walking, and I trudge along behind her. Her streaked blonde ponytail bounces as we pass the L-shaped wooden office building and cross a large five-sided green lawn. This is the Quint, she says. We have social time here every evening. The straps of the duffel dig into my shoulder. Why did Sheila do it? Pressure or no, she didn't have to. She could have put them off for at least two years. I just turned 15 last week. Over there is the pavilion. That's where orientation is. Lacey points to a round roof structure with some people clustered outside. The gong will ring in about ten ticks, and you need to be there. We have cleesies there, too, every day, and twice on Sundays. Over there, that's the Melio. We eat there. I can't imagine eating there. Not for one meal. Certainly not for three months of meals. As we cross the Quint, another long L-shaped building with a low roof comes into view, and lacy points. That's the study center. That's where you'll have class. The AV pod is there, too. She leads me on a dirt path between spreading fields. Girls in pairs and threes and a few solos meet us along the path. I play the you-can't-see-me-if-I-don't-look-at-you game. Greenhouse over there, Boys' Pieville on the east side. Tool shed just past the greenhouse. Our pieville's down here. At the edge of the field, the path drops off. Down a steep slope into a deep shade with a sharp tangy smell. It's a real forest, trees, tall ones with green pine needles. The westering sun reaches through the gaps and spaces to create long streams of golden light through the shadows. The smell comes in not just through my nose, it seeps into my pores, gentling my shivery stomach. The pies are in numerical order. She points at a round fabric-covered structure that comes to a point at the top. Others are smattered irregularly through the woods. The Prevo and Spigot are over there. house is behind. No showers tonight. You'll get your first chit from your crew guide tomorrow, and after that you have to earn them in the power room. That's your pie, the far one back there. Slice numbers are stamped beneath the doors. You're 19. Drop your duffel and then get yourself back to the pavilion for orientation. Everything happens strictly on time here. She turns away and leaves me. I follow the path back to the last pie. Light gray synthy fabric stretches over wooden rods that converge at the top. Four doors. I locate the number 19 stamped beneath the back door the one facing a tangly copse of leaves and grasses and branches and brush, kaleidoscope green. There's a zipper tag at the bottom corner. I zip the door open and step into my slice of the pie. Caught along one wall, desk on the other, three sets of beige coveralls stacked on the shelf unit in between. I drop my duffel and pull the Komodo dragon out of my pocket. Tiny and fierce in constant frozen motion, it steps forward with its right front clawed foot. I set it on my palm and bring it up to my face. Lizard time. I speak aloud in the silence. Something rustles in the far side of the pie. We are not alone. I curl my fingers over the toy dragon and hide it away in my pocket, still holding tight. Lizard time. I close my eyes. Yes. Time for the Saurians to get me out of here. Right now. Hurry up. A door unzips and footsteps round the pie. I clutch the Komodo.